0: Darth Yacker joining me tonight, as always, is my co host Tyler Caldwell. Also joining us tonight is Keith Green with the Inshore Fishing Association. Uh, Keith is here with us tonight, he's going to talk about the IFA tournaments and format, as well as the upcoming IFA tournament we have here in Louisiana. Uh, IFA has um, two tournaments that they're having this weekend in Louisiana out of Lafitte, Louisiana. Uh, The first one is going to be a boat tournament on Saturday, the second one will be a kayak tournament on Sunday. So obviously we're going to be focusing on the uh, kayak tournament, but we will talk a little bit about the boat tournament uh, as we know that some of our members um, like to fish uh, both tournaments. Keith, I'd like to thank you for uh, joining us here tonight. You bet, man. Glad to be here. All right. Uh, Just a reminder to everyone, uh, registration for Trout Challenge is open. The tournament's less than two weeks away, uh, a week from this Saturday, so make sure to register soon. Um, Just a little preview for next week. Uh, Our episode will focus entirely on on Trout Challenge. We're going to discuss the rules and the format and also highlight some areas to fish for uh, for some newcomers or for just people looking for some tips on the tournament. Okay, switching over to Keith. Uh, Keith, tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I know we were talking earlier in the podcast, uh, earlier before we got on, and uh, you actually live in Arkansas. Is that right?
1: You bet. You bet. Good way from you guys up here Live in uh, southwest Arkansas. It's probably about eight and a half hours down there to you guys. And uh, looking forward to coming down uh, this weekend, getting me some crawfish and some good food.
0: And crawfish are running real good right now. I've had them ooh, four or five times already this year with yeah. this kind of mild winter we've had. Uh, it's been, it's been pretty good. Um, what, so, so what city do you live in in Arkansas? Um,
1: it, it's, it's a little town called Arkadelphia. That's where I grew up and lived my pretty much my whole life right around here and grew up fishing. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in the bass world. My dad was a professional bass fisherman. His Ricky Green. He fished for years and uh, and I I fished professionally before I hadn't, twin girls about 17 years ago so i uh, Uh. (laughs) i kind of got out of that full-time fishing once they came along and just kind of now i'm on the other side of it so it's pretty neat Uh, but bass fishing is kind of my what i grew up in but i've always been red fishing also uh, with my dad over the years we came to louisiana quite a bit growing up so I, i love
0: it too now, um, I understand that you're sitting in Steve Lassard's uh, trophy room. Is that correct?
1: <laughs> it kind of looks like it does. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty
0: I accomplished. Was, He's got a lot yeah. of
1: fish. I'll tell you that. I've just, it's my second year with the IFA, but I've already known, known his name a couple times.
0: Absolutely. But those look like some bass behind you and some some plaques that uh, obviously you've probably won in some tournaments, huh? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just a few. But my dad, my dad has a lot more than that than I did. But uh, yeah, we. Uh, we
1: won a lot of tournaments and won a lot of stuff up in this part of the world, but I uh, never got to really fish in the in the, uh, the redfish tournaments or anything like that. But after getting involved with the IFA, I mean, it's a great program, and you can win a lot of money. And we give a boat away every time the bowler championship, and then of course kayak at the end of the year, we give that hobby away. So uh, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in the uh, the redfish division, sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now. Um... I know that you. I think this is your second year running the uh, the IFA tournaments. Is that correct? That's right. Yep. Okay. And so, uh, what else? Uh, you you also run some other tournaments. Is that right? Your,
1: I have a Arkansas Bass Team Trail, it's a team tournament. The guys fish up here, and we go all over the state of Arkansas. Basically, we have six to eight events per year. So, uh, as so, I'm doing the IFA also. So it's putting me around 20, 22 tournaments a year that I'm running. So that's pretty much. We were talking about it a little while ago, about
0: all I do is now. And that's a, that's a full-time job for sure. I know we we run uh, seven tournaments a year, and um, certainly uh, it takes up a lot of our time as well, even though I think we also, all of us work full-time jobs and right. basically spend the nights and weekends putting together those, those tournaments. How did you get started with IFA? Um, it, just over the years being in the fishing business,
1: uh, I fished a lot of tournaments up here, and the, actually the director used to run our, BFLs and FLW bass events up here, Anthony Wright uh, was a guy that I've known pretty much all my life and um, he's he runs the walleye division, Allegiant Bass Series that we also do uh, through our, our company so I um, had an opening uh, come up a couple of years ago, another friend of mine actually Eric, um, you might have met him before, but Eric was the, Shelby was the director before me and he lives right up the road and bent markings on it's kind of a weird deal, but he, Eric, Eric I got an opportunity to do another job, and Anthony knew he needed a tournament director, and he knew I had some experience in the bass fishing world. So, uh, just uh, gave me a call one day, and and it all worked out. I was uh, actually selling lumber as a a lumber wholesaler, and he knew I'd been looking for something else to do. So, when the opportunity came up, he gave me a call, and I jumped on it.
0: It's a lot of fun, um, you know, uh, working with a lot of these guys. I know just doing the tournaments, uh, being a tournament director with Bayou Coast. Getting to, to to recognize the faces, you'll see them over and over the years again. Uh, and it'll take me a couple of years to learn everybody's names, but you finally start running the names with the faces, okay. and uh, you make a lot of good friends. So I'm sure you know, doing what you do, you're going to make a lot of friends all over the uh, all over the country. Actually, I do, I
1: do, I, I enjoy. And just because you guys are talking to you, but Louisiana's just been a big help to me. Those guys are always helpful and always enjoy coming down there. We met a lot of good friends down there over the years. I know do friends. And uh, several of the other guys that are from that area down in there, and you know, just been a good time like that. You get to meet a lot of people, do a lot of things. You know, as we you talk about working full time doing, but setting up the venues, getting the scheduling—that's all the part that keeps you busy throughout the year. And the tournaments, really, the tournaments I enjoy because that's that's the fun part of getting to see the guys again. You know.
0: Absolutely, I mean it's it's like you know practicing all week in football and finally getting to play the game on Sunday. You know that's the best part of the uh, part part of the job, Um, especially uh, you know for something like this, seeing the people come in. Now, I understand uh, the IFA uh, is it affiliated with any of the companies or is it just its own standalone type deal? Yeah,
1: you know it's been the Cabela's. It's been their major sponsor over the years, but uh, as Bass Pro bought Cabela's now, it's branded together, Bass Pro and Cabela's actually kind of own the IFA, you know, logo type stuff. So we're we're all one big family now, uh, IFA, and then we're branded together. So, uh, yeah, we've definitely added in this last year and starting to pick up momentum with them and gain some more sponsorship. And I, I think it's just a, a good thing to come. I know uh, being involved with Batco never a bad thing. Those guys are, uh, you know, outdoorsmen and they're for us. And Johnny Morris, I've, I've actually known Johnny – Pretty much my whole life, because my dad was a pioneer in the bass fishing. Johnny was too. That they met, they knew each other a long time. Uh, so
0: yeah, it's good, good, good time. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I know um, our club uh, Bayou Coast actually uh, is sponsored by uh, Cabela's, and then when Bass Pro came in and took over Cabela's, uh, uh, Bass Pro is now a sponsor, and, and they've been very good to the club, uh, giving us a lot of a lot of good prizes over the year. Really helped to support us, as I'm sure our, our members do them. It's 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 a great place yeah. to go. Uh, whenever I can stop by, I like to go into in, in Cabela's. It's on my way a lot of times, and right. you know it's hard not to stop by. And if you if you stop by, it's one of those places you're going to buy something. <laughs> you know, you just can't go in there and not buy anything. That's so, right. It's
1: hard to just walk around in there. They <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's there's something in there for everyone, as I, as I always like to think. That's right. That's right. So um, I know that the boat division's been around a little bit longer than the kayak division. Any idea how long the the kayak division of the IFA has been been up and running?
1: Yeah, I, I was kind of looking back, you know, like I say, I'm just a second year in here, but I know, you know, the, the motor stuff got started back in you know, 2000, 2001, so it's about 17, 18 years old. Uh, kayak, I'm not sure, Zach, to be honest, um, I'm going to say pretty early on, I would say seven or eight, you know, eight, eight or nine, 2008 or nine, I'm not for sure, but mm-hmm. I know it's been going on a pretty good while, and uh, I've seen, you know, I look back and sound the past champions and stuff. Trying to figure out when it started uh, exactly, and never, never really said on the information I was looking at. But yeah, they've been they've been doing it a long time, and I know that uh, they've had some a lot of participation over the years, and it's grown, and then it, it gets smaller sometimes, and just depending on where we're going, you know, sometimes we'll have. You know, I know in Jacksonville, Florida, we just got back. We had around fifty kayaks in it, but last year we had uh, seventy-five kayaks over there, so. You know, sometimes timing and just when you're having your tournaments. So I, know, I know when I'm talking about timing. This this one that we're coming up on here. I'm I'm not from Louisiana, so don't hold it against me, guys. Yeah. Having it this weekend. Yeah, I know there's more on down there,
0: but uh, really, well, you probably. know, it, it's not your fault. It's 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 not like the Fourth of July. Mardi Gras changes every year. You yeah. know, one year it's February, one year it's in March. You, you just never know. You know, you have to. It's not something that would come to mind. I think for for people out of state, but. Right bring up a good point you were talking about uh, having a tournament in Jacksonville what uh, what states does the IFA operate out of
1: okay so we, we go uh, to South Carolina we'll go up there then we go to um, Florida we have two divisions in Florida have a wheat uh, east and a west uh, we'll fish Jacksonville and New Smyrna and then we'll also fish Punta Gorda and uh, Ruskin this year and then we have Louisiana division where we'll fish uh, Lafitte and, Huma, and then Texas division we'll fish Port Aransas and uh corpus christi so uh, 10 you know 10 tournaments through throughout the year five different divisions you just have two in florida
0: so so four states south carolina texas louisiana and florida in florida you have two divisions with it being the east and west side um i've always wanted to go over to florida and fish you know one of those tournaments but uh i know it's parts of that Florida when you get down there are really long run from Louisiana. Do y'all ever do any tournaments up that panhandle section, you know, Panama city? You know, just looking back I, I'm like, so just getting going I
1: over the years, I think they did have some throughout that, those areas. Um, but over, I'd say the last four or five years, they hadn't had many, but, uh, we're always looking to expand and do things differently. So I, I was really planning on one up in that panhandle area this year, but with the, Storms we got last year. I was really looking right there around Panama City, and I know they are just been devastated in that area. So, um, you know, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen because I'm, I'm looking to do things a little different sometimes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll be back. We used to go there.
0: No, absolutely. I think you know because you don't have a tournament in Mississippi or one in Alabama, right. and you, you can you can really draw from actually Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and those those panhandle guys. So so how would one uh,
2: go about when well, we got one coming up here in, uh, in Lafitte this weekend um, what how would you go about registering for that tournament
1: yeah yeah you can hop on uh, online on the uh, IFA website just go in there and type in IFA kayak and it'll probably pop up pretty quick on there and you can you can get online you can sign up it's a $10 entry fee um, for the event also uh, a ten dollar membership so uh, you got you know, sixty dollars. You can be registered. You can do it online, and then uh, we'll do the uh, captain's meeting there on the uh, Saturday night. But uh, and then also in that, we also do an anglers advantage program, and we might talk a little bit about that down the road here. But it's, it's another fifty dollars if you want to get into like a side paw. You know, we pay a hundred percent back to that, so uh, anybody can get in it. And whoever finishes, you know, you've got ten guys in it, and and we'll pay out the hundred percent. We'll just divide it up equally. Uh, But then we'll get a little more and we'll just divide it up. But just the guys that are in the language advantage are competing for that.
0: Okay. And I know there are some specific rules that you guys have uh, that that may be allowed in other tournaments but are not allowed in the IFA. Uh, Some of them that I've run across or that I've been told about include uh, you're not allowed to troll in an IFA tournament correctly. That's that's true. Can't pull a line behind you. That's right. Okay. Uh, Obviously, there's no live bait allowed. Yes, in a kayak tournament, there's no motorized vessels allowed. You can't have a trolling motor or anything of that nature, nope. right? You have right.
1: foot power.
0: And I think uh, one line in the water at a time?
1: Yeah, you know, just got to retrieve that cast. If you make a cast, and you got to make sure you get that one back in before you make another cast.
0: I've had as many as three lines in the water at a time out of kayak just for some odd reason or another, you know. <laughs> uh, so. yeah,
1: in the, in the panic in the moment. It happens sometimes when you need panic to in the, see the see moment. You're for time fishing time for time I'm not saying that's a good rule, but I'm just saying that's a rule.
0: That's a rule. That's a rule. That that's fair. We just want to make sure everyone everyone follows the rules here. Uh, so I know there's a there's an entry fee uh, for I think what is it fifty dollars for the tournament? Yeah, fifty for that, and then you got a ten dollar membership deal on the membership. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the Angler Advantage, what exactly that is. Yeah, the Angler Advantage is just really a side pot. We pay back 100% on it.
1: Um, you know, the guys that sign up, usually you'll, I mean, it just depends on who's fishing and how many guys that get in the pot. But, you know, that side pot can get up there pretty good for uh, these events. You know, $50 and there may be 10, 15 guys, maybe 20 that will get it to us. So, uh, and we divide that money up on a percentage basis and pay it back to 100, like I say, 100% of that goes back to the Anglers. It's just a little fun side pot.
0: Okay, so that's 100%
1: payout of what's taken in. Yes, yeah. So er, er, they get it all back. It's just uh, a lot of the guys like to do it for fun and make it a little bit more worth their while. You know, we pay out $1,000 uh, in our tournament for, for first place every time. But as we pay down our, our, our list, it's basically one per one payout for every five people that enter. it. So uh, we get 50 votes, we'll pay out 10 places.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so but there's a minimum payout of $1,000? $1, $1,000, yeah, first place. Okay. And then for every five person, there's a, there's a, uh, a there's payout. A paper, yeah. Okay. So for can 10 you people, you and, have yeah, You can
1: look on our website there and there'll be an actual payout scale on a boat tournament. and You kind of adjust it down. You know, if we don't get the, you know, we'll pay nine places. So just uh, okay. we
0: have to, that's a sliding scale on that, but that's kind of a, a point to look at. All right. So this year, I understand Lafitte, the anglers are going to be targeting sheephead. Is that right? <laughs> not this time <laughs> Not she bad. okay so 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 this I'll tournament take those, uh, i'll take all that you get and i'll eat them for you yeah there. absolutely so <laughs> are the fish the same in all the tournaments that, that everybody's targeting yes in, in our uh, ifa we, we
1: target uh, one redfish and one trout uh, at each event for per day so you're taking biggest redfish you can catch is up to 45 inches we give you'll be 45 inches long so uh, that's the the maximum on that if you catch a 46 we're still gonna give you the 45 inch uh and then of course the biggest trout and just the two together uh gives you your total and uh, you know a lot of times we'll have ties and the way that we break our ties is that um so from one o'clock to three o'clock you're back in uh, one o'clock being the first time you can check back in that's the tiebreaker the first one in uh, on the time scale, uh, if you tie with another guy that comes in at two thirty, and you came in at one and you're one of Fox. So
0: okay. So the first one in is a tiebreaker, the earlier way in. And I've seen it happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so this is a, a catch photo release tournament, correct? That is correct. Okay. So, okay we'll so, you token. so you get a token at the captain's meeting. Yeah. You get a and token
1: they, and we we'll give you the, uh, the, the measuring board that the IFA measuring board that we give to everybody that's going to be involved. Um, so we give those things out I and mean, talk about the you know it's real important in the, the photo side of it to make sure. We're, we're trying to get you the most inches that you can get so if you want to pinch that tail or put a rubber band on it and get it get as long as it can be that's what we're looking for. We're not here to shortchange anyway so you know the picture is the most important that's the only thing we have to go by so and I know it's hard. <laughs> I see so many pictures in the kayaks where the guys are fighting the the wind and the elements and trying to get a good picture. And you know, just make that's the, that's one of the most important things I've seen is just having that good picture. It's going to make all the difference in the world.
0: Okay, just real quick. I know Tyler's got a few questions. Uh, I'm going to uh, put it over to him in just a second. But before yeah. we get off that subject, we're talking about pictures. Um, how should the pictures be? taking should they can can you use a cell phone to take the pictures yeah yes yeah
1: we get what we do is we'll just when you come in that afternoon, you take your cell phone pictures uh, on your cell phone you can also use a camera uh with a, a card in it and you'll either turn the card into us that afternoon or you just bring your camera in and we'll scroll through your pictures and and uh, look at you know usually it'll be in an album or however you save it we can find them pretty much easy every time but uh, we'll look at those pictures on there on the cell phone is probably the safest way but Sometimes you lose your cell phone, so it's not a bad idea if you have both. It's it's good
0: idea to take them both. So literally, if I show up with, uh, I, I say I catch a fish, I'm lucky enough to catch a, a red. Bring it over to you. I'll just hand you my cell phone, and you'll go through the pictures on my cell phone to to get that. Yeah. We just okay. want to do the pictures of the fish. So gotcha,
2: gotcha. <laughs> Tyler, um, you had you said there were some questions yeah, being asked. Yeah, I know Some of the other CPR tournaments I've fished, they you know they'll require uh, like a time stamp on the picture. Uh, on cell phones, you can turn GPS data on and off. Some people want to see. Make sure you caught your fish in an area that was actually within uh, the boundaries. Do y'all look for anything like that?
1: Uh, we're good on the uh, the cell on the uh, GPS side. We don't usually worry too much about that. Our boundaries are pretty open uh, on ours. So, um, but now the timestamp is really important on the takeoff in the morning uh, because I'll give a you know, and I'm, I'm not, I haven't looked at my times yet, but say we're gonna. First lines, or you can push off the bank at 6:50. You know, just a few minutes before that, take a take off, put in picture with your kayak. It's got to show up your kayak, your um, token, and and then your ruler, your measuring board. They all have to be in the picture when you take off that morning. And like I say, you can be standing there with your kayak sitting on the bank, ready to off. But I don't. We're not going to push off till six fifty. That's just a that's just a mark that I'm talking about the six fifty, but that's how we'll do the takeoff.
2: Right. So that's a good point. Is that um, you? You have to take a picture of your kayak launched in the water, right at at launch time.
1: Yeah, or, right there. At, That way
2: you can see see that they hadn't left the the shoreline. That's uh, right. Prior to to fishing time. Okay. That's
1: right. Yeah, and, and one thing I want to mention too, I didn't I did talk about this at all, but we we also have a junior angler division, and in some places. We End up not having a junior angler, but uh, be sure if there's you've got guys in the club that's got children and kids, and you know, the parent or guardian's got a sign for them. But we do encourage the, the junior anglers to come out and we'll uh, we'll award a prize, it'll be a plaque, and uh, you know, and and so be sure you do that if, if you got any junior anglers that are interested. We'd love to have them.
0: Now, that's fantastic. We do, we do have a couple of uh, junior anglers, but I think with the IFA, it gets pretty competitive. And uh, a lot of the guys out there are, are looking to, to score big on those tournaments. I mean, it's a good payout, $1,000 minimum. So, uh, you know, they're, they're certainly doing their best. But that is a good point. So, you're going to have, when you, when you come in to, to weigh in your fish, you're going to have to give them your, um, your picture of your launch with your token and your kayak and your measuring board. And then you're going to have to give them a picture of your fish. That's right. That's right. Okay. Now, um, is, there, is there any boundaries? for uh for these tournaments as far you know, as do they have to fish certain areas
1: you know I, i've seen we have had boundaries in the past i don't think this one is pretty open sometimes there are boundaries that will cut off but uh i haven't seen if it's not listed on our website and i didn't i looked earlier i didn't see anything listed on there for this event so yeah, pretty when, much
2: you, a- when you say open you're referring to uh louisiana waters only yes yes yes, yes. yeah just
1: louisiana I know some guys will make a long a long drive. Some guys won't go very far, but uh, I know there there's guys that will make a pretty good drive just to, to get that big one. <laughs> they know where the, they feel at home in certain places, and I know that happens with a lot of guys. And even in the boat tournaments, they make those long runs to fish where they're familiar with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's discuss the Lafitte tournament you've got coming up. It's it's uh, it's this Saturday for the boat tournament and this Sunday for the uh, the kayak tournament. So the, uh, the captain's meeting, that's generally a requirement, correct? For everybody yeah. fishing the tournament.
1: Yeah, okay. we really, really encourage it. Just, uh, there's a couple of reasons, of course, uh, you know we want to support the areas that are supporting us, but also, you know, just getting that information firsthand and being able to ask questions. I know it's a good thing that we're doing this tonight and a lot of people get their questions answered tonight, but uh, I will go over the rules in a little more detail when we do that tournament. And Mike is the, uh, uh, he handles the, the photography side of it and he'll give you a little pinpoint act you know things that'll help out on making better pictures and taking care of it. i'm trying to hit the high points tonight but uh, you know you always get in those situations where you have somebody that'll ask a question uh, and i'll give the answer and everybody will hear the answer when if you're not at the captain's meeting you won't hear that answer you may inadvertently break a rule and that's that's one of the major things about having a, a, a meeting and You know we're trying to encourage it, but we also know the circumstances that we're under this weekend. Uh, So we're going to try to try to work around that as best we can. You know, I'll I'll uh, I'll leave my cell phone number with you guys here at the end of the thing, and if anybody needs to talk to me about it, we'll try to uh, try to make it work for everybody this weekend because I know we're uh, up against some things with the the parades and just the traffic that we're going to be
2: getting into on that Saturday night. I know it's going to be crazy. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Barton's got a question here in the group. He wants to know that if he takes a picture of himself stuck in Mardi Gras traffic on Sunday, can he be late to the weigh-in? <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> That's a good question, but yeah, it's it's the rules. Got to be back with that
1: three o'clock. We've had guys stuck on ferries. We've had guys stuck in across the bridges. You know, just in in wrecks, and it's just not not personally in the wrecks, but just involved in a traffic accident. You know, they got held up in.
0: Tyler, hey, dude, wasn't that
1: back.
0: wasn't that Brandon last year that got stuck in the mud and he had a he had a walk across all that mud a couple like a mile or something? <laughs> I like think that? so.
2: I remember seeing those pictures.
0: I, I I do too. So Brandon, if you can get through a mile of mud, you can get through uh, New Orleans traffic for uh, for Mardi Gras. <laughs> Uh Captain's meeting is it? Uh, w- Where's it located at? Uh, for It'll this, be this at, at John
1: the uh, Harbor there in the feet down at the. We're going to have it at the pavilion there. If you guys are familiar with that, we're going to do pretty much our way in for our boat tournament pavilion, and we'll. We'll have our trailer set up there and we'll just end up doing our captain's meeting for the uh, kayak event. Um, it'll be registration from six to seven on Saturday night. And then uh, seven o'clock will be the captain's meeting. And guys, really, the captain's meeting will last about 20 minutes. You know, I do it quick, I talk quick and get you guys out of there just as quickly as I can. But like okay. I said, you know, if you're, there's an issue and, and you can't make it, just try to get in touch with me and we're going to try to work things out this weekend because we know uh, what we're faced with.
0: Yeah, so I, I just actually got a question from uh, from Terry Pham. He uh, asked me, "Are popping corks and gulp allowed?" Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. So I that's just want to awesome. just make we're, sure
1: we encourage the gulp because that's a good good point that you brought that up because we we're sponsored by Berkeley uh, Gulp pin and Spider Wire and they also do some contingency programs uh, for us and so if you catch the biggest redfish this weekend. And you catch it on a Gulf, and you, you say so when you come up and talk to me at the awards presentation, you get $100 credit on their website uh, for the Berkeley Gulf for the biggest red. Also, if you catch the biggest trout, same thing, $100 credit on their website. Um, and then Pin reel, if you come do the same, if you catch the big red on a Pin reel, say so on stage when you're talking to me, you get $300 credit on the uh, website. So, oh, uh,
2: wow.
1: Yeah, good contingencies there. And then also the Spider Wire, the highest finisher, the mention on stage that they were using spider wire gets a boat full of spider wire Great, right?
0: So that, that those are fantastic prizes. I know I've got a couple of pin reels that uh we've had we've we've got also got uh Penn and, and um and Gerald Gaspar have been good enough with pure fishing to provide us some uh some good prizes for our club. They're always very generous and uh I know certainly we use a lot of their products. Now the weigh in for this tournament is from is it from two to three?
1: It'll be from one to three. Uh, one to three to check back in at one and like I say that's how our- our tiebreaker is going to go. So, if you think you've got some some real quality fish, you know, and you make it back, you're going to need to get back quickly. And, and then, up to three o'clock, you know, we really need to be standing in line there with us at three o'clock.
0: Okay. Um. Now, aside from from this uh, from this tournament, I know IFA has at least one other tournament in Louisiana this year during the the, 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 the I'm sorry during the regular series.
1: Right. Yeah, we have, okay. I, I believe, I'm, I'm,
0: July 28th at Homa uh, is going to be our other event. Okay. So, now, um, and that'll be a similar type format one redfish, one trout. Yep. Combined combined do, measurement.
1: Do the same thing. And, and that, that, if you fish two events, that'll qualify you for the championship, which will be in Grand Isle. That'll be September 13th and 14th. That's a two day event down there. So, and you don't have to fish two events in one division if you end up you're in Florida or somewhere else and you want to push another one, just as long as you get into events.
0: Okay. And that brings up a good point. Now, we we talked earlier that you do have a championship tournament, correct? Oh, yes. All right. And and this year, that championship tournament is going to be at a Grand Isle, Louisiana? Yeah, Grand Isle. Okay. And do you have the dates for the championship set yet? Yeah, September 13th and 14th. Okay. Now, how, how does someone qualify for the championship? Yep. So like I say, if you fish in
1: two events, you're qualified you know, basically to, to come to the championship. Um, you know, a, a lot of the guys are buying for the angler of the year, and the overall angler. So the way we do that, we have the Louisiana vision starting this weekend. You'll have a uh, first place to get 200 points, second place 199 and so forth on down the line. So after the two events in Louisiana, you'll have a points leader. That's, that's going to be coming to the championship and he'll be your divisional points leader. And at that tournament, this, the, the, the points are going to carry over into the championship. So you have to do well in the champ. but you're going to have the opportunity to win overall um, Angler of the Year, which is $1,000 on top of, uh, if you happen to win that event, you've also win the Hobie kayak. So overall Angler of the Year is going to get a thousand extra dollars at the end of the day. Um, and like I said, you fish your two events in your division, you're the highest point leader there. Then you come down to the championship and you finish the highest there, and you continue the points. But you know you can be in the top five or six coming into that championship, and with those championship points still counting towards angle of the Year, you can still win overall angle of the Year.
0: So, oh,
1: okay. So it, it kind of opens the door. We had pretty close the, last year. We had a lot of anglers. Uh, it, it came down to the last, you know, few minutes of the afternoon to see who won. Like.
0: So you, you can't go and, say, fish two tournaments in Louisiana and go fish some tournaments in Florida and add those up. You, you can only count your two tournaments, right? Yeah, just your two tournaments
1: in your division that you're going to fish. That's, that's how you're – like I said, now you can fish one in Florida and one in Louisiana and just qualify for the championship. But if you're really into the angle of the year right and trying to win that divisional points and AOI of the year, overall of the year, you got to pretty much stay within your division.
0: Okay. So, uh, for the two day tournament, do they take your, your total measurements for both days and add them together or is it your best day? Yeah, both days. Okay. And yeah. I know last year I heard some good things about the, the tournament being in Grand Isle. I heard there were a lot of, a lot of bull reds caught. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. You might can catch it on the pursuit channel and different things, but we've been on that one every year. Uh, it's on a lot of different TV stations and outdoor networks and, uh, yeah, they, they were hooking up pretty often out there in the Reds as they were schooled. They were coming through the passes. All the guys were catching a bunch of them.
0: Okay, no, so for Angler of the Year, we, we talked briefly about it. Uh, it's it's per your division plus the championship. How right. are the points calculated for that? Is, it, uh, is that something I can read about on your website, or is it first place is given so many points? How does yeah, that work? Every,
1: yeah, first place you get 200 points and then 199 for second and nine, 198 for third. So it just kind of increments down that way and then you know it'll just be your two tournaments together and then plus your last tournament to figure out who's
0: who's accumulated the most overall points throughout the whole year okay yeah so it works a lot like our 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 uh angle of the year setup is uh is formatted um i got, I got so,
2: a, a good list of questions over here yeah right. go ahead ty,
0: take over a-
2: uh so uh we got one from ty hibbs which i think we covered uh he was he just got in so he just wants to make sure that there are no areas that are off limits this year. He knows the past couple of years, he could fish either the East or the West side of the river. So he just wants to make sure that.
1: Yeah, uh, it is. Everything's I'll open. open right? I'll double
2: check it. But I, if you'll go on our
1: website, if there's a division, if there's a boundary, it'll have to be listed on our website. And I looked earlier and I didn't see one, but I, I if you, you want to hop on the website and check on there, Mike Lott is a guy that usually puts all that up for us. So, uh, yeah, you can check on there. If it's not on the website, you're pretty much open.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And state and federal, you know, areas that you can't fish are, of course, you know, that you got to abide by state law.
2: Right. And then uh, we have another guy who who says he's uh, new to IFA tournaments, has a few questions. Uh, one is, when can we launch and start fishing? I think so that's going to be announced at the captain's meeting. It'll be yeah. safe light or Yeah, it's, it's usually safe light. I'll try to
1: getting you out there just as close to safe light as we can and like i said you know you can have your kayak sitting there ready to launch but i don't you know if just i'm just taking a number out of there at 650 you know you would you would push off and go ahead and start start out to where you wanted to fish and you can't be out on the water and say first cast at 650 when i say when it's time to take off that's when you can leave the bank
2: okay the next question says uh so we know the, you mentioned that a measuring device is going to be provided. Uh, he's asking what what is it made of? Do we need to bring something to uh, reinforce it? Tape, glue, etc. Uh, plastic board or something to put it on. It does yeah.
1: it does help. It is a hard plastic board, uh, and it you know it's uh, 45 inches long. So and it, it has a little weight to it, so it can sink. You know you can punch a hole in it on the end of it and tie a string on it or float on it. Um, you know and you can also you know, some people use a little gutter system or whatever you normally use you, you could attach that board to it but you do have to use the board that we provide uh, so our pictures will show up the same for everybody
2: okay uh, you, can it, modify, you can modify it any way you need to the next question is is a is a GoPro allowed to take pictures I, I would think that's probably a, a yes sir
1: yes yes you're good with that You
2: bet and uh, can you elaborate on what all needs to be checked? At check-in to be eligible for prizes. Yeah, you're you're pretty much you know the only the only thing that
1: we are gonna probably check would be uh, like we're talking about those contingency programs. Uh, you know, I've got to make sure you've had a pin reel that you use that day, or you know, on the boat that you've got, or in the back of your truck. Uh, you know, that's pretty much it. You know, of course you got to have a life vest. Um, uh, make sure you got that somewhere available, either in your truck or on your boat, to know that have had you've had that on throughout the day. Um, but yeah, oh, oh, other than that, you know, pretty much standard. You know, you're you're good to go on anything else. I don't think there should
2: be anything we have to check out. Right. Other than other than the uh, the launch picture that we discussed earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, in that, and in that launch picture, you have to have our measuring
1: board, our token, and a picture of the kayak that you're in. Okay. And then the it's last. It might, be
0: idea. it might be a good idea if you put a big sticky note on your kayak. Take launch picture.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> hey, believe believe me, I've had to accuse people for not 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 having that. And then when you take your picture for your fish for the day, you also have to have your token in there uh, and on your on the board that we give you. So I've I've had, actually had a tournament loss because the guy didn't have a token in there on that picture. DQ.
0: Yeah, I, I guess when you get caught up in the excitement, you're ready to go. It's yeah. early in the morning, you're ready to take off, and yeah. last thing you think about doing is taking a picture before you're ready to go. It's true. It's true. Now, there's some guys out there that that'll take pictures every five minutes of themselves, but you know, and post them on Facebook. But for yeah. a lot of us, it's it's okay. It's <laughs> just you know, I guess uh, if you can remind people, uh, if you're fishing with them, and certainly you're fishing with everybody, you know. Uh, I know the first time I fished it, we all kind of looked at each other, and someone was like, "Hey, you, make sure you take your launch picture, you know, uh, just because it's something you can forget."
1: Sure. Yeah, and that and that's you know, I'm, of course, I'm just barely touching on the rules. There's, they're online, and you know, if you are going to fish with us, I would encourage you to get online and take a look at all the rules. It is a, a what we go by, and some of the only thing that I have to make sure we stick to is is the rules. I'm pretty black and white on and those; it's pretty well written out. But one of those is uh, communication. You know, basically. Uh, no communication devices, you know, can't talk to your cell phone and your buddy talking back and forth throughout the day. You can verbally talk on the water just between, you know, you guys fishing. As far as talking on your cell phones, that's one thing that's that uh, uh, might be different than some other. which can't do that.
0: No, So that's a good point. So I can talk to whoever I'm fishing close to, but I can't pick up the phone and call or text somebody else, say, hey, are you catching any fish in that area? I want to come by. That's right. That subjects you to D, to being would Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right. That's that's. We We'll still allow
1: you to take pictures and and do your Facebook stuff out there on the water, but we just we try to you know make sure that locations are kind of you know you can't just say oh we're taking all these pictures at one spot and you can see what's going on where you're at. That, we're not. We're just trying to keep away from that, but we also want social media involved because that's the way our sport grows.
0: Sure. Sure. So we talked a lot about the, the kayak division and, and just real quick to touch on the boat division. Cause I know, again, I know there's some people out there that want to fish both tell us basically the differences between the boat division and the kayak division, as far as the, uh, the tournaments. Yeah.
1: The, the boater division, of course, they're just fishing for redfish. Uh, they'll, they'll bring us two redfish in the slide 18 to 27. And, uh, that, you know, they're, they're bumping trying to get that 27 inch, right, right, right under 27, 26, 7, 8 inch fish, what they're looking for. Uh, usually, you know, Louisiana is our, our biggest turnout that we have throughout the year. We just, uh, we didn't have 104 boats in Jacksonville, which was really good. Um, usually we're in the 80s over there. So we had a great turnout at Jacksonville and looking to, you know, probably be in the 105 to 120s down here. At, at hopefully it at Lafitte, hopefully the, the, Weekend won't mess us up too bad, but I uh, usually get a great turnout. These guys uh, they know that the championship will be and down here in Louisville, will be in Venice for the boat championship. So these guys know that that'll be coming up. So they all want to be
0: available to, to come fish that by uh weight or by inches, do what now. The, the the redfish for the boat division is it by weight or is it by inches?
1: Yeah, it, it's by weight. It'll be two. It'll be two fish. One one per person. Or one two fish per team. It'll be by weight. I was and just saying. Those are, those are required to be brought in live. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we we bring those in, and uh, you know, there's a penalty of. uh Oh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think here off the top. I think eight ounces for uh, the the first fish if they have a deceased one, and two pounds if they have two. But, uh, they do all they can to keep them alive because it's going to be separated by just ounces on that
0: boat. So. Okay, and uh, unlike the kayak division, I think the boaters all have to launch from the same area. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. We're all going. We're going to take out the Jean Lafitte Harbor down there on Saturday morning. And they'll all have to return back there that afternoon. So yeah, we'll all be bunched up there getting ready to leave early on Saturday morning.
0: Okay, and I guess it's a good thing you'll know, have the boat division on Saturday rather than Sunday because if, if we had the kayak division on Saturday probably go out and catch all the fish and ruin it for the boaters. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have anything left. So, um, Tyler, do we have any, any other questions from anybody?
2: Uh, yeah, so um, one, one person asked um, if they get on a school of trout, are they allowed to keep any of them or they have to release their fish during the tournament? Uh,
1: there's
2: a release. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you have so if you have fish, uh, as
1: you bring them in, yeah, we don't we don't need that. But it is just photo interleave, so yeah,
0: we, we try to encourage that. So so that's a good point. So you're not allowed to keep any of the fish that you catch that day, right? That's right. So nothing nothing to take home to eat for the wife. <laughs> that's right. That's not going to be very popular. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> but
1: certainly, well, I know you guys in Louisiana don't eat much. I mean, you just eat certain things down there, right?
0: No, we we don't eat a lot, especially not any seafood uh, over here. So, um, well, I guess at least it solves the problem. You don't have to worry about bringing a a fish bag with you. You know, save some weight on the kayak. That's right. That's right. When everybody's hauling across the dam. Um, <laughs> now, so, uh,
2: somebody asked if they can fish the uh, boating division in their kayak if they follow the boaters' rules. Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. I
1: hadn't had that one posed, but I don't see why not.
0: You got to take off from the same place, though. Is that Kalen? Is that Kalen? Francis Tran. <laughs> oh, Francis. Okay. Francis is, uh... I want to wait until the end <laughs> to take off. <laughs> some of the guys are going to put a live wall in the back of their kayak now. And, uh, it's amazing the stuff they'll rig up in the back. You know, they'll put a full blown up, oh, yeah. up ice chest aerator, keep some redfish back there. But, uh, yeah. you know, um... I don't really know if I'd want to launch out of Lafitte in a kayak, especially Lafitte, maybe some other areas, but Lafitte. And you, guys, when you, have your,
1: you have your events, so you're talking about a y'all's, y'all's photo, cage photo release, or are y'all doing bringing
0: them in? No, no, everything's by weight. So, okay. um, you know, you can do some. Uh, some people bring in fish with stringers, but uh, what we try to do is is spread it out. We only have one that's a a shotgun launch, and it's a big area. Uh, down in Leeville, Louisiana, you know, we do, we did 135 people over there this year. It was a shotgun launch, but Leeville's so big, you know, it's, it's really spread out. Um, And uh, it's a difficult time of the year too, because it's January and people are given five baits to fish with. So I think out of 135, we only had 40 people weighing fish or was just under 40, you know, and that's a a redfish trout thing. Most of the other times it's spread out enough to where, you know, we'll we'll do a tournament. People can go out and catch fish, and they're in a couple of different areas. You know, you may have fifty, sixty, seventy people um, fishing that tournament. So, I don't think it puts a, a a big hurting on the area, unlike maybe a boat tournament would. Right. If you have one hundred and twenty five boats going out, and they're catching fish and they're keeping them and you know and they're putting them on ice, and it's a lot easier to keep boats live in a live well than it is on a boat than it is certainly on a kayak. I think, right? You know, but um. Certainly, we we have thought about doing CPR tournaments and uh, and something like that. So it's something you know we've given some consideration to going forward. Um, now you've done a lot of tournament fishing uh, over your lifetime, certainly, sure. and you've been doing IFA. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of new people fishing the IFA this year. Um, one of the things we do with Bayou Coast is you know we have our Facebook page. We have over five thousand people on here. We do this podcast now, so we're really trying to spread these tournaments and kind of spread the word and, and getting people more involved in them, because I think the more involvement they have in these tournaments, the more sponsors come in the sponsors see, Hey, look, you know, we had, uh, 2000, uh, you know, views on a, on a podcast about this, you know, and people like, Hey, I, I wouldn't mind fishing this tournament, thousand dollar payout redfish. It's a good yeah. deal. And sponsors want to come in and they want to sponsor. They want to be a part of that. So it, it's, you know, it's something, um, really good we you do, but is there any tips you can offer anybody fishing these tournaments? I know certainly maybe not location wise, but is there anything you can offer to these people uh, just from what you've seen, maybe mistakes being made in past tournaments that you can offer uh, to these guys to help them out?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I see, I've seen a lot of them over the last couple of years now and and, you know, that trout is really important. The guys, uh, I think sometimes uh, it's one with the trout is because, and They they go ahead and go after that red, and then that trout ends up catching them at the end where you know, if they only have a 13-inch trout and somebody's focused in and caught a 20-inch trout, they can make up the difference on that, that red. You know, They might be all catching reds that are pretty close to the same length, but that trout seems to always be the difference maker in our tournament so far what I've seen.
0: So, oh, okay. Well, that, that is a good tip. important because... to have
1: you a good area to catch a trout in is, is I think, one of the most important things
0: especially when you're going for inches because some of our tournaments is by weight. And so you can, you can literally say, okay, well, if I'm going to, if I've got to say a tournament where it's a, a a three redfish tournament and and say 10 trout trout are a little scarce and you know, you can focus on that weight and catch three nice reds that maybe will hit you 20, 21 pounds and not worry about going out and catching 12 inch trout. But if you're going by inches, a 12 inch trout adds 12 inches to, to any type of length you have. So the difference between a 30-inch redfish and a 35-inch redfish, you know, first place and second place could be a little ding trout.
1: That's right. Well, that's what happened in uh, Jacksonville. I, the, the guy that caught the biggest redfish, I think it was a 38-inch red. He didn't have a trout. And, I mean, 40, 45 or 46 inches won. So if he had a you – know, oh, there are minimum trouts 15. So, you know, that's what we go by as the minimum limit. So he, he didn't catch one. But if he would have just caught a minimum trout, he would have won easily.
0: Okay, Tali, you said you said uh, Steve had the question.
2: Yeah, he says um last year uh, they were allowed to stage in the immediate area of busy launches. Is that still um, acceptable going forward? Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. You can stage, but you just can't push off the bank. You can,
1: like I say, you can have your boat ready to go, sitting on the edge of the water, and once that's just using that mark again, six fifty mark, you can push off. But yeah, that's what. Uh, we got we got that done last year and tried to make it a little easier because yeah when you you've got a lot of people putting in at one ramp and it's just busy if it's, 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 you guys be able to be ready to go at, at the time and sure i'm good with that that worked out good last year
0: okay keith i, I talked to some people earlier uh before we got on tonight and asked them if they had any specific questions for you and some of these guys have been fishing ifa for a long time they they really encourage other anglers to come out and fish they fish a lot of tournaments and one of the questions they had, and, and you and I talked about earlier, has there been any kind of indication or uh, thought processes to maybe going to some type of online meeting where um, you could print out like an online token so people don't have to go to the captain's meeting? Now, certainly we talked about the advantage of the captain meeting, but also there are some disadvantages for people coming in from out of town, cost them more money if they have to stay overnight rather than just driving in for the day. Um, sure. Now, I know you're, you're fairly new to the process here, you know, it, being your second year running it is that something that's come up at all or is, is that something that uh, y'all are looking at going forward? Yeah. You know, I haven't had that
1: question posed to me until uh, we're talking about it here, but you know, I it, I'm here to, to make a difference and try to grow this thing and, and try to make it have as many boats and, and guys involved as we can. And we're definitely going to weigh everything that the guys talk about. I know last year when I came in and uh, it kind of happened on the boat side, but, you know, we were using a measuring system on our board where we didn't have a slanted board for a measuring board for a redfish, and uh, you know, just over throughout the course of the year, I heard several uh, complaints and and just you know, it measures different. Everybody else is using this type board. So last year at the at the championship, I announced you know we're going to change our board system this year to where we have a slanted board for our guys on the boat side. So yeah, I mean we we have to make changes and have to make them. Uh, to help grow the sport and continue to get bigger and better. So, yeah, we'll definitely discuss that. You know, it's, uh, you know, for the reasoning of, of just getting those rules out there and people, you know, having clarification and me not having to disqualify somebody, you don't ever want to have to do that. But it happens, unfortunately, because of rules a lot of times. That's, uh, that's the main reason for the captain's meeting. So, you know, if we're able to do something on uh, Facebook Live or something, you know, we can definitely discuss it. it might, you know, I, I think that's a great idea, and we're gonna we'll uh, definitely run it up the flagpole and see what we can come up
0: with. I and uh, you know, uh, just just kind of spitballing right here and, and, and brainstorming with you guys. One thing I think that uh, certainly I'd be willing to do as a, as an officer with Bayou Coast and is to work with you guys if if y'all ever want to maybe team up to do uh, what we can coordinate your tournaments with ours when we're coming in because our tournaments always come on a Saturday. IFA kayak tournaments are on a Sunday. A lot of people come in town. They want to fish the weekend. We get a lot of people coming in from Florida, Mississippi, Alabama. They want to come over here and and fish this fishery. Where we could try to coordinate those dates where we're doing in a similar area. You know, our tournaments are somewhat flexible uh, where we can come in and and have these people actually fishing our tournament on Saturday and actually scouting for the IFA on that Sunday. So it would work out well if if we can uh, do it to where, hey, after the weigh-in over here, You go right into the captain's meeting for IFA and then boom, you're fishing the IFA tournament the next day. And I think it's a win-win for everybody. We actually were going to try to do that this year. We had already set our date and um, we were looking at, because we have a tournament the following weekend, Trout Challenge, in the same general area. We were going to try to move it, but because things were already done and moved and, and arrangements made and the fact that it was Mardi Gras weekend we decided to hold our date till next weekend, but certainly something. If you guys were ever interested, you can certainly reach out to me or, or Josh Thompson, our, our current president, to talk about those things. And um, I think that would be a, a, a good uh, a good effort. I think we we could maybe draw more people for both yeah. tournaments, who would actually benefit both clubs you by bet. doing
1: that. Well, that sounds like a good idea. Like I say, yeah. but, you know, it's all about growing the sport and getting more people introduced to it. Like I was talking about earlier, those junior anglers. That's a great way to. Introduce them to the sport is to let them get involved and, and come around. A lot of the dads have brought their kids out in the past, and uh, you know I've seen them. They'll, I think they, I'm sure they'll win a hundred dollars if they're the highest junior angler finisher and a and a plaque. So, uh, you know, they're excited when they get that done, and uh, that's how we'll go grow the sport for sure. So yeah, we're definitely interested in something like that. So it's
0: a hundred dollars to the junior angler.
1: Yes. Huh?
0: No, do they have to pay the fifty dollar entry fee?
1: Um, I'll have to look to be, oh, man, I've
0: looked at so many different rhymes and rules. Um, I don't, Tyler, I just, I'm going to bring my daughter with me this weekend and just go catch I'm going to do
1: my research there. i have to look online on that. The junior angler. I'm not sure if there's an entry on that or not, but I'll, I'll check okay. it out and see. But Yeah, we all, I know I've given that $100 check a couple different times. We usually, uh, you know, sometimes we'll have junior anglers, sometimes we won't. I know we didn't at Jackson, but there's been multiple times we've had them in the past, so. There's, there's Absolutely. To get out there and go fishing with the parents, or even if just a friend, you know, like say you're in the club there, they have got young ones that are involved. Want to go fishing? It'd be a good time to do it.
0: Okay, Tyler, do we have any more questions?
2: No, I think that that's covered
0: them all so far. Okay. Well, I know we're coming up on an hour here, um, Keith. I, I wanted to thank you again for spending the time with us. Uh, I hope to see you this weekend. Uh, I'm gonna. um Talk to you uh, about the, the captain's meeting we discussed. If you could, uh, if someone can't make the captain's meeting and they want to try to make some other arrangements, I know it's it's not a definite, but uh, I know you want to do the best you can yeah. to, to try to get everybody out there. How could they contact you? What's the best way to contact you? To, uh, yeah, to do the best that? way,
1: I'll, I'll just go ahead and, and uh, give them out my cell phone number. Uh, you know, if they want to give me a, a shout on that, that's going to be the best way to catch up with me. Uh, okay. It's 386 uh, 402. Five five three four. So if you wanna, that's my that's my Redfish hotline. So <laughs> I've got a couple phones, but that's my Redfish phone, and I'll have that one with me all weekend. I uh I'll leave out of Arkansas here Thursday morning real early, and I'll get down uh, to Lafitte Thursday night, and then we'll set up our trailer and get everything ready Friday for our captain's meeting Friday night for the boat tournament, and then like I said, Saturday after our our tournament our boat tournament then from six to seven will be registration for the kayak event. And then we'll have the meeting at 7 o'clock there at John Fee uh, at the Pavilion.
0: Now, Keith, just just because uh, I've had my glass of wine or two, as, as everybody knows I'm, I'm apt to do with, during these broadcasts, if you ever get a wild hair and you get bored and you were thinking, you know what, I'd like to have a kayak bass tournament or a freshwater tournament here in Arkansas, I think you might get a few people wanting to come up there. I've been up there a couple times. The water's beautiful. I know y'all, y'all catch some fish. We were talking earlier. Uh, you said to catch a uh, bass crappy, uh, walleye, I think you mentioned yeah, as walleye. well.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Walleye. You know, um, you could do a once a, a year tournament, get, get people all over the state, you know, yeah. do a big entry fee and, and, and just have a, a really good time. Maybe have some families come up there and spend a week up there. It's a beautiful part of the country, especially if you do it somewhere close to hot springs, I think is, uh, just a gorgeous area with the the natural springs and all that yeah. stuff. So, well, just gonna, you
1: could relive some of your uh, childhood and go back to Lake grace and we can just go back
0: over there. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Jump off a of chimney rock again. So that hey, was uh, yeah, hey, yeah. that's just fantastic. Go there. So it'd be great. So keep that in mind. Uh, Keith, again, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, to everyone else, if you missed part of tonight's episode, you can check it out on YouTube or Facebook. It's also available on, on Google and Android and, and, and iPhone. Everything is a podcast. Our last three episodes are on there. Um, so again, good night, tight lines. If you're fishing this weekend, good luck and stay safe. Keith, we hope to see you out there this weekend. All right. We'll do it guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you, sir. All right.